on the day it all began. I stood in the center of my small apartment, arms crossed, looking at the blank wall behind the door. The radiator clanked beneath the window, pouring in enough heat to make me uncomfortable. I hated the heating system in this place. An hour of unbearable warmth, followed by a gradual cooling until Jimmy and I grew chilly enough to grab sweaters. The brick walls were insulated, but the windows were thin, and on windy days a draft came through so strong that the curtains moved. I'd meant to caulk, but I hadn't gotten to it yet. I found that I had an aversion to working on an apartment that wasn't my own. It was a few minutes after noon, on December 6, 1968, and I was feeling out of sorts. I had just had a conversation with Amos Bonet, one of the other fathers in the neighborhood. He asked me if I wanted to join him and the rest of the group to get a Christmas tree. I had been about to say yes, when I realized he was talking about stealing one. It's no big deal, Amos said. We do it every year. We've never been caught. Not being caught wasn't the issue. The issue was the theft, especially of a Christmas tree. I didn't like the symbolism. But before I could say anything, he added, It's not like we're hurting anybody. We go up to one of the state parks in Wisconsin, take a few tiny trees. We don't steal from the real tree farmers. As if that made it better. We make a day of it, something to look forward to. Thought you might enjoy it. Somehow I managed to thank him for his consideration. My judgmental response wasn't going to discourage a neighborhood tradition and make it up to the apartment. The place seemed less like home than it had in the summer when we had been sharing it with all seven members of the Grimshaw family. Althea had managed to keep the living area and kitchen clean at all times, despite the crowded conditions. Something was always on the stove, and the place had felt like it was full of love. It seemed empty now. Part of that was because the Grimshaws had taken most of their furniture when they moved to a house more suited to their family's size. The furniture I'd found didn't fill the place nearly as well. We had a dilapidated sofa covered with an afghan Althea had given us, a presswood coffee table that needed refinishing, two floor lamps that didn't match, and the only thing I'd purchased new, a twenty-inch black-and-white television set, that dominated the corner beside the door to the hallway.